0: Hi, hello everyone, I'm Azara and this is another episode of my podcast La Revoltosa. um In today's episode, I talk about um, where I am with my project um, after the meeting we had on Tuesday and after yesterday, uh, yesterday's class with David. Um, so and what we did at his class obviously yesterday. So I will start with what we did at his class. So we did some uh exercises. Um Uh, based on this book, this is the first book I ever bought um, about acting and um, it's really good so I recommend um, anyone who's into acting or would like to know a bit more about acting to buy this book which is the book uh, by um, Michael Chekhov and um, it's the title is to the actor on the technique of acting um it is a very practical book it is full of um, um, exercises and and what i'm taking out of this book um it's the importance um, of the connection the actor has with um, their bodies and, and something I found very interesting when I read this book um, so they they talk about um, something something very good to to do as an actor is yoga and i'm a yoga teacher, and I have to say I completely agree with uh, that as a yoga teacher, like you come to have a really well understanding of your body so you're very easy to focus to put your your head in your stomach or in your shoulder or in your hand. So you really you can really see these little parts of your body. And so um, as for instance one of the exercises we did yesterday so was uh, having uh, different parts of our body leading the movement. So we did like the, the hand the, or wrist. We did it so all the movement was coming from here or we did the knee and then we were encouraged to find different parts of uh, the body to to carry the movement so i did my shoulders my hips and the top of my head david was asking us uh, if we wanted we could do uh, which one was the part of the body that was leading the movement of our main character of the project of the story that we are um, doing uh, for this semester and as well uh, how can you so when you're doing the exercise you do it 100% and then you can bring it down to 50-20 so it's still there Um, perhaps it's not that obviously uh, seeing that that part of the body is the one leading your movement but still it'll be there and your character will will have that um, characteristic of that part of the movement leading your, um, your, your walking, your movement and so that will affect as well as your speaking. So for instance I noticed my shoulders when well, my shoulders were leading so my uh, walk was very erratic and I felt as if I was a bit uh, drunk, and um, Sinead, one of my classmates, she mentioned that and I had that feeling as well as if <laughs> the different parts of my body that were leading the movement had a personality, so I was just following them, so it was it was a very interesting uh, exercise to do, I really like it, and yeah, so my suggestion, buy the book or, or read it, uh, get it in the library, Um and do the exercises, because it's really, it's really helpful. And then, um, we did an exercise about the perfect movement, I think based in Stanislavski, and so uh, my idea when I did that exercise was about, so the perfection, it came to me into bold like circle, as the perfect um, shape that can be uh, created, and then through that shape, through that shape, it it went into a very philosophical um, aspect, because I was just thinking about the perception, the perception we have of perfection in in the life, in life in general, or how we perceive the need to be perfect, and then how um, evolving and like getting older i would say rather than evolving yes evolving as well most of us um how do you understand that that perfection it's just an idea that it doesn't really exist outside but it exists um, inside of you so we are perfect as we are and if any um, issues or difficulties we have in life are part of that perfection um, so it became very philosophical. I was not very. I was very surprised. I have to be honest that it came that way, but I guess that's how I was feeling. And then about my performance, where I am. So today is actually a bit difficult for me to talk about it because I'm in a place in a very unpleasant place, and it's creating a lot of. Um, It's creating a lot of um, difficulties, I would say. Um, so we had a meeting uh, the other day, and as I understood from the meeting, so we we can uh, show something the fifth, which is the day I have my my presentation. Uh, we can just show a part of our project and that the main idea of the project is not the final product, but to show the research that you're doing and what you have based yourself uh, for your research. So in that regard, so after thinking a bit as I decided last uh, week after performing what I had to prepare and the feedback I got, um, I've decided not to go ahead with it and to, to, change, um, to change my performance. Research is the same one. It, I was just thinking to show uh, my project in a different way. And so it was said as well, like we will have the possibility to do video. So I was just thinking of like, what could I do realistically uh, for a performance like theatrical performance in a, in two weeks time uh, understanding my work commitments and my disponibility and availability during that time and although it was not really what I wanted to do from the beginning because it's taking out of my original idea and taking myself out of things I wanted to Explore. I just thought, um, just to be realistic, and perhaps doing something that um, it could be not so complex and it, I could perform within two weeks, three weeks. And so I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about. So I thought about doing a monologue as the show is one person show and doing a monologue and telling the story in in a different way Um, because the main aim of my performance is to make the audience question about the topic I'm talking about and so I wrote that monologue. um, now. I'm a person that, um for me it's very easy to get ideas, get the visuals, but I'm not a writer. I've never been a writer and I don't think I'm going to be ever be a writer, so I find very challenging the writing part of it um, because uh, for me it's just easier either to perform it or to think of the surroundings of how it's going to look rather than writing. What I'm going to say and people are going to find interesting um, the script. So I said that from the beginning. I'm finding that very challenging, and so I wrote that monologue. Um, but I felt it was not really. Um, I felt it was not really what I wanted to do, and so I continued. Um, researching and looking for a different idea because with a monologue, if I was doing the monologue then my idea of immersive theater was disappearing and um, the idea of masks was disappearing so um, many of the things I wanted to try were disappearing. So I decided to start, like, stay with the immersive theater, and then I was thinking, okay, um, if you want to do immersive theater, um, and a way to perhaps um, in this performance, precisely, particularly, um, to make sure it's gonna work, is just make sure some. Audience members, um, some members of the audience will participate in your performance now because the performance is done within the um, university and there are other performances uh, that same day. So I thought there's a big chance that there are going to be other actors um, coming to see my performance, and you know it's most likely that they will participate. So I came with this idea of. uh, because the audience will be taken um, out of the of the studio while we're preparing the performances setting up the performance, sorry um, so I thought okay when they're gonna make them come over so I will get them to choose either red or green card so they know um, it's a performance that requires the audience participation and them themselves will choose to participate or not in the performance. And I would know at that point if I would have people participating and how many people would be participating. And so I thought of um, a a, a performance I really liked, uh, different topic, different situation, but I thought it could work. And it was a performance that uh, Marina Abramovich did at MoMA. where she was sitting on the on the chair um, beside the table, and it was another chair in front of her, and people would come and sit down on the chair, and they would not speak, and then the person would stand up and leave whenever they wanted. So, because my topic is about um, the change of the relationship during the pandemic um, within the family, and obviously the friends or Um, and um, the the role that the the screen time has in the change of this relationship, understanding screen time for um, internet, YouTube, and social media, Um, so what I thought was to create... um, I brought different questions about um, this topic. Uh, to be asked. So my my idea was to give the audience the opportunity to choose either if they wanted to answer the question or if they wanted me to answer the question, which it could be scripted. My answers could be scripted, and they could be part of the as well of the performance. And because I have some elements of video, I wanted to include. So I thought oh, perhaps some elements of video, so giving the option of like, we look at the video or you put some music. So with the idea as well, like the um, performance could be different depending on the audience member, the members of the audience that would participate in my performance of their answers and decisions, what they wanted to do. And uh, I was quite, um, pleased with this idea and uh, following my research, um, and reading a bit more about uh, Marina Abramovic, of of whom I knew already uh, from previous years and from her work um, seeing her work at museums and um, following a bit of what she has done and so I came to realize of one of the performances that she did she was mentioning that she was singing um, Serbian folklore and and it perhaps represented the the difficult upbringing she had in Serbia during the um, uh, communism and um, how um, difficult her mother was uh, with her when she was growing. And so I thought um, that that point um, it it rang something inside of me because what I've noticed when I was developing my Four months on uh, my project um it was naturally coming um to do something very traditional in, in of Spain my my uh born land and um, my place of birth my country of origin and I just um something clicked so I realized I think I realized um when you're talking about a topic that is so personal and you put in so much inside of you, so it seems to be natural that is coming. Your roots are coming out. And in in my performance, so what I was devising was to implement a bit of flamenco. And I have to say, I'm not a flamenco dancer. I've never been. Of course, I know a few bits here and there, but um, it's it's not. I, when I was in Spain, it's not that I was doing flamenco. So it was coming to do that and he was coming to sing uh, cante hondo which is a type of singing that you would see in flamenco and you would see during the parades in easter and and like some very well known singers of, the, of a particular time in Spain um, they were not doing exactly that, but their type of music was going into that vibe. And my mother used to listen at that type of music sometimes. So I, I just thought, um, I wanted to explore this connection I found, um, by chance I have to say, um, with the work of Marina Bramovich. And so, um, after we have the the meeting, I understood we can do a part of it, and because my personal circumstances, so ideally, um, so what is easier for me is to do a video, so I can um, not be present on the fifth. So I thought um, that idea that I really like it to do that performance in Theatre, um in video doesn't really. Work is something to do with people, um, because it's the idea of the performance changes all the time each time you do it, and so because as I understood, we just had to do a part of our, our project, and I'm very grateful to have um, a great artist uh, helping me with a performance, with the visual, with the camera. So I thought to to do the movement part of the performance, which I'm very keen on doing, and to, to show the fifth, um, the world of the feelings, and with the world of feelings, then um, having there the portrait of the masks uh, that you use in life, and then they can be applied for theatre and uh, perhaps exploring different ways of um, portraying emotions and I was thinking in uh, the aesthetic of the similar to aesthetic of the uh, Cheyenne Andalusie or um, the, the films of that period that they were uh, surreal feeling a bit yeah influenced by the surrealism and then just to bold everything and to put everything together so um, I thought to still doing the things um, of my research so if the main issue or the main focus is like to show our research it is about so using different formats of my Search, like the research focusing in different doing the research focused in, on different um, influences. So for instance doing this part uh, that as I said about the um, influenced by the performance of uh, Marina Dragovic but as well influenced by realist um, realism and A way of, of doing theatre or writing scripts that come out from from a questionnaire. Um, we saw a film with Tom Hardy that um, it was done in London and that's how the script was done, so influenced by that and then um, working with a mask, I, I was just making some masks, so as well like the world of the masks and that can be understood within my research of uh, physical masks and digital masks and unseen masks that we wear every day, and how we use those masks during the pandemic and after the pandemic, and based um, in the in the film "The Life Is Beautiful" as an example of. Um, using those masks, so I came, I came with uh, that idea, and then having all these little pieces all together in um, in internet, in uh, social media, and making a little game of um, showing these little pieces, depending on the answers, like the choices of the of the interaction. Of the audience in social media and tiktok and instagram carrie was showing me uh, a very nice interesting um, design of, uh, of a project in instagram so tagging you were creating different accounts and you were tagging different accounts and then if you were clicking on it it was taking you to another account so it's kind of a linear way to tell the story through Instagram, without the audience member being aware of, is so created and it's all part of the same project, so I, I loved that when she told me about it, and now I'm very keen to explore that, so I thought I could do that in my project, so I'm closing as well um, my, my research that spontaneously happened in social media. So. Just then I met uh, Daigo, the artist who is helping me with the camera, and with the visual, and we were discussing about how we're going to do the movement, and how we're going to do the filming, and um, the story about it. And so then I went to the class and I shared, I shared what I was thinking about doing. And again, I don't know if it's me not really understanding the, the feedback, Um, but I had this impression that um, that is not that that's not what I'm supposed to do Um, and like how I'm going to do that Um, what I was going to do for the fifth so I felt honestly very deflated and because I'm putting I'm really putting a lot of effort um, on this project trying to Modify something with an idea came like long time ago. I came about the idea of what I wanted to do Jack uh, challenged me of changing a bit the story to make it more interesting and my way of working is like I work piece by piece. I'm not working in a full story because like for me, it's more about the emotion of what I'm talking about rather than oh this is happening and it's going there um, so I guess I just have a different way of working so um, so yeah I've been, I've been getting beats from here and there thinking oh that can work I would really like it for the-, because I was originally thinking for theatre so like, that, yes, that can work it can bring that space and setting up the space of pain that I want to talk about and how you change about it and um, what is making these feelings, what's happening with these feelings, and where is taking you, and what is the realisation you're having after this period, and what have you done about it, and how that has made you change or not now, post-pandemic. I'm reading some reports, um, psychological reports, of uh, the consequences of the pandemic, families with children and so i'm getting my data from there and i'm getting my data through talking to people i know um so what i was thinking as well yesterday is like again following my research in social media or to prove something trying to prove or like to see if my idea is right or is wrong so asking social media for collaboration if like people want to answer the questions questionnaire i had for that performance so I was really happy with uh, all this I thought it can work I think it can be a very interesting project my creativity is like all over the place I'm very happy with um, every little thing I'm doing is like I'm considering it as a performance so yesterday when I was doing the masks I was filming it um, to, to, to make a performance out of that same as um, filming um, doing the masks with children, so really happy about it. But then yesterday, um, I understood this feedback in a way that um, it's not very clear what I want to do. So I felt very oof, difficult. I was like, okay, <laughs> I've been thinking about it is for a long time since things have changed and trying to adapt, and it since my ideas are not good, uh, so. Um, just um, yes, to to make things I don't know if easier or like crystal clear or just so I, at the end of the class yesterday I said like okay I'm just gonna do a short of one day in in the life of a mother and a child during the pandemic and I will be focusing on the points I've been reading about in the psychological reports of things that um, changed during the pandemic so I will portray that And again, like, I would portray the feelings, like, for me, it's more about feelings um, to be seen. So that's what I said yesterday I'm going to do, which means, like, uh, but still, that I would do that for the fifth. And still, um, I still want to do my idea of, like, showing my research and what I have been influenced by in my research and how to portray that in these different bits that then they will be linked in um, in my social media uh, or in a social media format and and the comments so with the idea of uh, basing um, myself in films like Four Rooms or um, American Beauty so different stories that they have one link in common. So the link is me. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's my project, so I think it's obvious. The link is I'm gonna be the link. Um, but as well, the link is like the, the topic I'm talking about and I'm researching. So the link is, is the point of the research, not a story done in different formats, and I think I'm going with that. Um, and so now I find myself in this situation, like yesterday I was talking again with Taiko uh, the artist who's helping me with the visual, and was thinking, okay, so if we're not doing this, we're doing that, so as so well, like changing so many times, it's just becoming a bit um, tiring and exhausting. <laughs> and. And as well, um, the challenge of um, writing the script. I've done storyboards before based on the script. Um, as I said, I'm more visual, so that's what it works for me. Um, and so now I find the challenge of like having to write a script without having much idea of how to write the script, but I hope it's gonna work. Um, it's gonna be okay but yeah unfortunately that's what I said like I'm just being honest and I'm doing my um, weekly uh, videos and podcasts about where I am with the class what we're doing during the class and where I am with my project and unfortunately today's episode um it's not like bubbling and happy because I feel a bit I feel a bit down if I'm honest with um with everything, what is happening with this project, and since I, since the day I showed what I I had in mind and <clears throat> I was thinking um, to do, so it's becoming hard. It's it's just a bit hard. It is not impossible. So it's just a it's a challenge, uh, and a challenge in many different ways. So I'm taking it as that as a challenge in uh, many different ways. From doing it, creating it and accepting it psychologically as well. Um, uh, and I'm taking it as well as a as a challenge within um, a learning setting. So a challenge that will help me in uh, in a real life setting. So I'm positive about it and have started devising um, the look of the, of the short, of how I wanted to, to be seen, the vibe I want and then, well, it's just I have left writing the short, the script and doing the storyboard. So um, that's what I'm going to be doing today and I hope to, to be able to shoot it. This weekend, and or not long after. Yeah, I'm working as well, so it's just a bit challenging with the time. But um, I really hope to be able to do what I have in mind. Um, what I really want with with my uh, with this is like, honestly, making people think about their priorities and their, their life and their behavior and their values. So. If I get that, if I get people to think about it, even if they don't like what I've done, but at least I make them think about it, I'll be happy. Thank you so much. That's been everything for today. I will see you in my next episode. Thank you. you. Bye.